You're listening to Were You Still Talking? They pump out your blood and they pump in a, a new batch of blood and all of it is the blood of children. All the big stars are going to be on TV now. I mean, it's just the way it's going. Your role, I think, will be played by Brad Pitt. What'd you wear? Uh, I wore my loincloth wrapped around my feet. Are you going by John today? And that's absolutely true. You feel it in every cell in your body. Yeah, you can, you can bend the truth and bend the visualizations no matter what your political affiliation. You could have an alpaca. My a, a girlfriend's daughter recently got married and they had llamas or alpacas at the wedding. A recording room. They recorded uh, a couple songs in the kitchen of Rumbo. So, wait, you, you, you microdosed before this, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> One second here, and we'll do an introduction. So here it is. Hey, welcome back. This is Were You Still Talking? And I'm still Joel Albrecht. On the show today, I have actor, comedian, producer, writer, Jonesy. I'm going to find out how he got that name and how he's using it without everyone else in the world using it. He, uh, he's, been on the, he's been on a lot of things. The Incredible Kimmy Schmidt, Letterman, Gotham, uh, Nurse Jackie, quite a list of credits. He also does uh, a lot of his own YouTube videos, which are on YouTube, and um, he does a lot of stand-up. And uh, so we're going to find out what he's been doing this last year, for one. And, and everything else about him. It's really great to have him on the show. And how's it going, man? Good to have you it's here. Going, it's going good, Joe. Thanks for having me. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you you asked about what I've been doing the past year. Yeah. Just been yeah. trying to survive like the rest of us, huh? Right? Right. It's, uh, you know, my world is quite different. Um, I am just now getting back into stand-up, going a long time without really doing much of it, uh, which was which was terrible for my mental health, my mental health, because I, 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 I seem to use stand up as a form of therapy. Oftentimes, <laughs> you know, you get up there and rant about your problems. It's just great. And it's free. I just love that. So uh, getting back into that, but uh, you know, there was very little of it um, being done live anyways, in front of real audiences. We did, we did some zoom shows of course uh, over that year, but it was, that was a little strange doing a zoom stand-up comedy uh you know for one I, you know i don't think anyone really wants to see my apartment you know i don't think that should be something that people see when i do stand-up uh and 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 then of course when you're dealing with the technology it can be susceptible to things such as hacking so i i, I recall doing one zoom stand-up show where someone hacked in and was drawing penises on all the comedians faces which was very a, a very well, it's, just, it's a very strange way to use your superior hacking skills, for one. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you would think that they would, you know, I don't know, break into government files or steal Bitcoin from Tom Hanks. No, I'm going to use my hacking skills to antagonize some comedians in a terrible Zoom show. Very, very odd. Uh, I don't know what the motivation is there. For, uh, so that, that was pretty wild, trying to do stand-up during that time. Of course, I did my podcast five days a week, which is what I've been doing for about four years now. I've, I've always been able to do that. Uh, my podcast is called Weird AF News, and I do daily weird news. And uh, I just released recently episode number 1,000. So oh, nice. I was able to continue that nonstop, thankfully. 
you know, the, the pandemic took away stand up, but you know, as I'll, I just need power. As long as my electricity doesn't go out, I can do my podcast. So that's been, that was great. And that, that helped me get through it. And uh, yeah. So in one way it was shitty, but in another way it was, it was okay. I got by with the podcast. I'm assuming that you had a similar situation. You could still do your podcast, of course. And I'm sure that brought you great joy because you could still be creative. You could still have an output. You could still, um, you know, be busy being creative even during that time where you really couldn't be around too many people, um, you know, without someone asking why you're standing next to me, sir. And why aren't you wearing a mask and all that other stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, zoom is like kind of save my podcast because I had just started when this hit, you know, I've been doing it a couple of months. I've just was getting, learning the ropes, figuring it out. It sounded a lot better because I was doing it in my studio, not my backyard like I am now. But I was doing it in my studio, and um, so it was a lot easier, but my wife was working, and so she was using Zoom every day, and of course, I was, not of course, but because of who I am, I was doing some troubleshooting often, and so I learned how to use Zoom pretty quickly, and it's been um, a godsend, and yeah. I've, I've, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. really happy to hear that, and for a lot of people, it's... It was very helpful to be able to do all of this stuff remotely. Uh, and yeah, it's great. And, you know, the other thing is I get to, you know, I'm all the way in, in Los Angeles and you're north of me and pretty far north of me. A little ways. Still, a couple. We're still able to do this. Uh, so Zoom is like, it's just amazing that we can, we can, we can do this. We, we can get, we can have, yeah. a, we can do a gathering of sorts. Yeah. And it's, it is, it's hard to convince people even now. Um, actually, it might be appealing for people now because Oregon just went maskless um, and not just because, not for political reasons, but because we got to the point where we can be maskless. Yeah, and we're doing so, that in California too. It's oh, nice. 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 Yeah, I yeah, thought there were yeah. some areas that they, they were still concerned there. So that's great. It, what I mean, we you know, we went to the store today and for the last couple of days without masks and it's, we couldn't get over it. A lot of people were wearing masks because they're still concern yeah. which i understand yeah. but just for sure. myself being vaxxed i'm like we <laughs> let's yeah. go so great i i agree it's a relief i love it i love it i just i went to the albertson's just a little while ago and i had my mask in my pocket i was like should i put it on and then i saw other people okay no all right we're gonna do this we're gonna do the grocery store now with no mask okay okay i'm in i'm in <laughs> it was shocking because our grocery store was all in they had a lot of the employees, well, they asked any employee who wasn't vaccinated to wear a mask. So a lot of people were wearing masks and they, um, they still had the barriers at the checkout, but they had ripped everything off the floor. They had a sign right when you came in, you know, wear a mask or not. It, I was kind of shocked. It was like, wow, you guys, you were ready. You were ready for this. So oh, yeah. it was, it was pretty amazing. Uh, you know, there was something I wanted to ask you about the story about your Zoom hacker. Um, you're sure that wasn't just a buddy. So I've, I've oh, seen your comedy. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it could have been a friend of mine, right? Just trying to play a prank on me. I don't, I don't know if I have any friends that are that intelligent enough to pull that off, though. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good, it added to the humor. I mean, of course, it was, it, it was quite funny. I've never been heckled quite like that before, you know. I've been, someone's yelled at me that I'm a dick, but no one's ever ran up to the stage and drawn a dick on my And actually face. drawn a dick on your face. That is a, yeah, yeah, so, a different one. <laughs> It was a t different. T completely different type of heckle oh that I, I just 
was never really prepared for. <laughs> well, I've, I've only heard from other uh, comedians about this, but isn't it strange trying to do comedy on Zoom, rather, you know, not having an audience? It, it yeah. That's got to be a really unique challenge. Uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy it very much. Uh, there's a uh, there's an energy when it's live that this was lacking, and that energy for me at least, not for everybody. I'm just speaking for myself, but I feed off that energy. It, it's um, I kind of need that. It's a it's a it's a certain spice in the soup that I must have for the soup to come out well. Um, the, this this energy, this play between me and the crowd, something about it, and I can't really put it into words except for to describe it as a, some sort of energy there, because mm -hmm. it's not something you can really put your fingers on. It's intangible, but it's missing when you're doing it uh, on the Zoom or on any of those these platforms where I'm just alone in my apartment and right. then other people are. And that's just one reason. There, there's uh, there's a slew of other reasons that are technological related tech-related as well. For instance, some people's, you know, their internet is, is a little slower than the rest of us, so they're getting, they're getting things at a different time. You know, if I'm speaking to a live crowd, I know the joke is landing at the same time for everybody. But when I'm doing it on Zoom, it's not landing the same time for everybody. And so that can be, that's, that's a bit of a challenge too. And that means I have to slow everything down. I have to give things a longer pause and wait and it's uh, it's strange. I had to. I'm used to dancing a certain way, and I had to do learn a whole new dance for that. And to me, it kind of threw me off. And I don't know. It, it it lacked an energy that I that I really need, and I feed off when it comes to a live crowd. Surely. And you get the same. Does it feel the same when you're doing it for? Uh, film or TV, you know, when you're doing doing it for camera, do you have that same feeling that you're you're missing something, or does the crew give you enough enough feedback there that you can well, tell you when know, things are working? When you do, when you're doing it like that, there still is usually a live studio audience. Oh, okay. So right. you will get that. I have done uh, some things where there was no live studio audience; it was very small, and you know. In general, that's it's for me. It's not going to go well if there's only four or five people, anyways, or no people. It's just it's very odd. Uh, I really need a group uh, to do what I do. You know, it's like if you were painting and you were missing some of the colors of your palette. Oh, well, you're going to paint today, but you can't use yellow or green. And you're like, ah, what the hell? All right, I'm very limited. And to be honest with you, I'm not that excited because I was going to draw a forest today filled with frogs. And now, you know, I don't have a green. Uh, so for me, I need a, I need a group, at least a group. Um, a lot of those uh, stand-up specials that you see, though, most of those, there, there is a live studio audience, and so you do get that. But you still have to change what you do because when you're, when you're playing to a camera, you have to understand that uh, people, you're, you're in people's faces, it's very close up, so you. In general, the rule is be a little smaller. You don't need to, you don't need to be very just gesticulating all over the place like you might. And if you were doing a, a large theater, uh, which a lot of those things are taped in a large theater, it does it creates a very strange. I don't know if you want to nerd out on this a little bit, but maybe your audience is fascinating about fascinated about stand up comedy. 
But those specials that they tape in a theater will, it'll, it creates a strange dynamic because when you're in a theater, you should be big because you're playing to a balcony, you're playing to the back of the theater. That means your movements should be big. You, you got to project. But if you're shooting it for a Netflix special or, or a television special of some sort, the camera's close on you for the most part, waist up, sometimes even close just your head. Mm-hmm. And in those, you're, you, have, you should play small for the camera. You should be small. So what you end up ha- having a lot of times is the comedian is playing small because it's a taping. But the reaction from the theater and the audience sometimes won't be beefy. It won't be huge. And you, they'll have to add extra sound effects for that to create bigger laughs, uh, create more of an atmosphere. And they'll add that in in post that this is something that happens. And that's no fault of the comedian. It's it's you're trying to blend two mediums at the same time that require two different sorts of performances. Just like in acting, if you're acting on the stage in a theater, you are bigger. If you're acting for the TV, it's very small. We can see into your eyes. And 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 by the way, when you do this, you move off screen. So um, when those when you see those stand up specials, that's what's going on. And that's a challenge. And, and um for comedians, it creates a strange, a strange. Uh, it's just a strange meeting of, of events in those moments where I should be doing this, but I have to do this. You know, right, right. It it is interesting the, the different feedback. I've done mo- mainly acting stuff, local stuff. Um, but when I I was in involved with a series that may or may not ever come out, and the only way I knew it was work, it was like one of the first comedy things I did. And the only way I knew it was working is when everyone cracked up and the take and the take was ruined. So, it's like, <laughs> oh great, well that worked, but we can't use it because everyone's because laughing. laughing in the middle of it. Correct? There's laughing going on. Yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes that was that just cracked me up. So you're in L.A. and you're doing the L.A. thing. Um, do you you are working again? You said I think you're you're able to get out there again. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. not a lot, but. A little, a little bit, bit. Um, you know, at least one page show a week. It's been going pretty steadily like that, which is mm-hmm. a big deal. Uh, and, and I mean, paid live in front of a crowd. Right. 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 Awesome. Know, that's, I mean, I went, that's a, great. We, we went a year without, a, you know, a paid work at all. It was, it was nuts. Uh, so yeah, this has been, it's been, it's been nice. Yeah. yeah. And you do your podcast every day. Did you say like seven days a week? It's, well, it's five days a week, Monday through Friday. So oh, okay. Day, but it's, yeah, it's a daily, weekly news podcast, but I only do weird news. Weird AF news is what it's called. So I do three weird news stories from around the world every every Monday through Friday. And on Friday, I do only weird news from Florida. So um, oh. Florida, we call it Florida Friday. Okay. Because Florida is like just a, a the behavior it's- there, the news there is crazy. It's so weird. It's, a, it's definitely it's a weird. Deserves, <laughs> it deserves its own day of the week on my show. And people, it's the, it's for people that listen to the show. It's their predominantly it's their favorite episode. I would say it's the Florida Friday episode. Cause just the stuff is so crazy. Just so crazy. It almost, yeah. I mean, what, what little I know about Florida, although I do want to go there cause I, it, there's some really cool sites there, but, um, uh, it seems like you could do the opposite. You could do four days a week on Florida and, and do a, <laughs> yeah, do a, U, I mean, a U.S. Does, day. <laughs> yeah, it does feel that way. I mean, because when I when I when I 
sift through the Florida news for the week. Like I have to, I, I, you know, during the week I do three weird news stories a day on the Florida one. I, I do four stories on Friday that are out of Florida because there's so many. And I know I'm always, I always want to do more. So yeah, there is so much Florida weird news that it could, you could support a daily Florida weird news podcast. Probably. I would probably. think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's just the, the place is just filled with degenerates, man. I, I don't know what's going on over there, but it's just crazy. It's unbelievable. The shit that people do there. I just can't even wrap my head around it. It's, it's frightening. It's a frightening place. And one of the things I'm doing is introducing the world to Florida because there's, I get a lot of listeners in other parts of the world and they, you know, they're like, I had no idea that you they had this state that's so bananas in your country, man. Like, this is crazy. Like people can't believe that this place exists, but it, you know, oh yeah, it does. It certainly does. Yeah. I read a series of books that uh, they were, um, novels, but they were by an author who worked at the Miami Herald. Uh, I wish I could remember his name, but they were, he really worked in he he used fiction, but he worked in real stories from Florida. So it was it was very oh, interesting. That's hilarious. I'm completely forgetting the guy's name, but they're amazing books. Like yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's a great. It's it's just so it's much nutty. fodder for crazy stories. Yeah, of course, and lots of crime, crime. Yeah. So and where are crime. you from? What? I'm originally from Boston. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lived in New York City. And have lived in LA. These are the places that I've I've lived in. But yeah, originally from Massachusetts. And did you do do you do any kind of training at all? I mean, you've gotten uh, parts. You've gotten several acting parts. Do you have a? Do you like do any kind of acting workshops or and do any coaching for acting or comedy, or is it just all nat? You know, just natural for you. Uh, there's not really anything you can do for comedy for stand-up comedy. Uh, the classes are pretty useless in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You just have to go to open mic and try it. And, you know, you have to go to an open mic and do what you say, the things that you think are funny and see what happens. No one can teach you this. It's, it's something that you have to do. You just have to do it. Uh, Acting of course is different. You can learn techniques. Uh, technique is is definitely part of it and you can learn that and i took a lot of that in new, when i was living in new york city years and years of that uh went to a, a school and then did a private person for a while and also did a separate acting class with an independent guy for a couple of years so yeah i did that uh, even took uh improv classes at ucb in new york writing classes sketch writing um, at the pit and UCB, uh, screenwriting courses. I took a lot of different courses mm-hmm. in, in the world of film and television and theater just because I, in addition to acting, I like to write as well. So I took the writing courses, but also the acting courses. And I think all of it helped me. All of it helped me. And I don't do that anymore because I just did so much of it. Right. I don't think I really need it. Uh, I'm not averse to that though. I, I would, I, I would definitely, I would, I would take acting classes again out here for sure. For sure. If they were cheap and it wasn't like, um, I'm not looking to learn something. I'm just looking for a place to work out stuff. Maybe just getting into scenes with other people and working, working, like working on your chops. Mm -hmm. It's like getting back in the gym a little bit. Um, so yeah, I would, I would do that out here. If, if those sorts of classes come back, I think they will eventually, but I I would be willing to do that just 
just to keep my uh, my skills honed and tightened. Yeah, all, all almost all the paid work I got here was do when I took one acting class, and you know the guy teaching the acting class knew a lot of people in town, so he would be producing stuff and be like, "Yeah, this guy grab you know." Great. He, was in, he yeah. was in my class. I know. So, is it the same there? Do I mean? Is it still? Because I've heard that about film school that a lot of people go to film school to meet all the other people in film school. <laughs> I mean, that seems to be really the biggest benefit from film school is mm -hmm. uh, the connections that you make. Because it used to be that you oh you got to play with the equipment, but now it's like I mean I can you can shoot on whatever now you can just get equipment. It's not a big deal now. So. That perk is gone, uh, right? They would, you know, learning how to direct or or do some technical stuff. You really, we have YouTube for any of this. I mean, you can go and watch the works of any of the great directors on on your phone or on your tablet for free. You know, so like that that benefit is gone. Yeah, that's cool. That's so, really nuts that you can yeah, do that. Yeah, the, the, really the only benefit at this point is the connections that you would make in film school, you, yeah. you know, and and they can be glorious. I mean, you could be part of a film movement, like the way that um, Francis Ford Coppola, Spielberg, George Lucas, and, and Marty Scorsese, you know, mm -hmm. they were all in school together. And, and um, I'm forgetting another one, David... Um, David, uh, shit, who's the other guy did those thrillers? David something. Anyways, they were a crew. They hung out together. They all met at film school. You know, I mean, that, David those, those Lynch? Are, the, uh, no, not David Lynch. No. It escapes me. Okay. That's uh, the, that benefit is, is there, of course. But then it's yeah. like, do you want, but also do you want to spend 30 grand a year for that? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't recommend these sorts of things. I don't re recommend you going to school to be an artist. I, I just recommend you going and being an artist and trying it and, and experimenting uh, and getting in with the community. You can find that community for free. You don't have to go and spend 30 grand. There are groups online. There's Facebook groups, even film. The film Los Angeles is a, is a group of filmmakers in Los Angeles on Facebook. You can go in there and introduce yourself you can get involved in projects you don't need these schoolings anymore now I, I to me they seem like just like in a way i think college in general is a is a is a sham i mean unless you're learning something extremely technical that you would have to go to a, a university for uh I, I i don't recommend it to any any anybody uh, i don't know if you have young listeners but i'm like i'm, I'm very much don't go to college man don't. It's too expensive, and you know. Well, I don't have young listeners for this episode because we said naughty words. Oh, we said naughty words. <laughs> I Damn think it. we did. I don't know. Like a like a warning on a podcast is going to keep you uh, from listening to it, right? I don't think so, but uh, I st I don't know. I still think college is uh, is good for some people. It's really it's unfortunate because it's ridiculously expensive. Uh, it's harder. To, at least this is in the U.S. I mean. In Canada, they have a completely different education system where almost anyone can go. In the U.S., it's it's crazy expensive. You're going to owe money for the rest of your life. Is it going to help you get a job if you're in a certain kind of field and you know that's what you're going to do? Yes. Otherwise, like you say, especially for an for an artist, you know, probably not, unless you are independently wealthy and you really want to study art 
and, and you know, a certain college is the only place you're going to do it. But yeah. I agree. It's, it's, a, it's a nutty system right now. Yeah, not it's, in this country. I can't. Yeah. It's just, it's, um, I mean, you're just going to go into major debt. And, I mean, it's just, of course, there are some niches that, you, you, you know, you'll come out of it and you'll get work right away. You know, like anything having to do with, like, the biosciences right now, because we're in a pandemic. These are great degrees to go and get, right? Right. These are great degrees. But what and, are you going to do with your... What are you going to do with your political science major? What are you going to do with any liberal arts? What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with social sciences? These things aren't, they're not just, they're just, just handing out social science jobs. And if they are, good luck paying your student loan back, making 32000 a year as a, a social worker. Like, this is foolishness, in my opinion, foolishness. However, if you're a listener in Canada, and, and for you, this you know, this secondary level of education is available to you at either free or an affordable price. Go buck wild. Go be a go be a beat literature major. Who gives a shit if it's free? Right. It's cheap. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Who cares if it pays the bills? You, you know, but here in the U.S., I, I just think it's a it's a fool's game. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty nuts. I mean, I it, it's a tough one for me. I didn't go to school. And uh, I never regret not going to school because I, what I wanted to do at that age was be a drummer. And I tried to do that for years and years. And, and I'm glad I did. I don't know what I would have done in college, but that's partly why I didn't go. And it was when I, you know, when I was able to go to college, it wasn't that expensive. It was probably a, a tenth of what it is now. That's the thing. It's gotten so expensive. It's hard to, it's hard to convince people that they're going to really get something out of it um, unless they like you say, unless they know what they're going to do. I mean, they're, all the big tech companies are still hiring people with degrees, and, which is funny because the heads of those companies, some of them dropped out of college to start their company. <laughs> but that's because they were really smart. I mean, the, people. I don't think people should take that as an example of what to do. Um, I mean, if you're going to start your own tech company, go for it. But not everyone has that you know, ability to just drop out of college and start their own deal. Um, yeah, amen so, to that for sure. Yeah, but definitely not for comedy. <laughs> it's not the place to go. No, not no, the place no. to go. And from it's what I understand, if you want to be an actor, you can still go um, go free to some schools. There are schools that will take you for free if you can get Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not really familiar with any of those free acting schools at all. Uh, I've never, I've never encountered them in either New York or L.A., but I mean, there may be some out there. From the Actors Workshop used to be free. I I don't know oh, if it still yeah. is. If you can get in, you can study there for free. Um, because there are ways there, to you know, and, and you yeah. know, there are, there are ways as an actor to but, work things out for free. Yeah, simply by you know volunteering your time to work on things such as student films or something. Like you could right. get this experience of acting on camera completely for free. Community theater, this sort of stuff. You could get involved. Um, completely for free and be doing real work, be actually learning on the job. Uh, and uh, it's, it's not rocket science. I think you could just get involved in a project and kind of figure it out. Not obviously as the lead of something, but you could get on have a few lines and kind of, you know, get your feet wet. Didn't cost you anything. You might even make a little bit of money or certainly get fed and, uh, and it'd be a valuable experience and you'll make friends and you'll make, you know, contacts within the industry right there. Uh, and you know if you if you're cool and nice 
show up on time, sometimes that's just enough to get you a second job with that crew. You know, mm -hmm. hey, we remember this guy showed up. We remember this guy was a professional. This guy didn't cause a, a ruckus. This guy was polite. Fuck, let's do it again, you know? Um, and, and directors will hire you back. So I think you can, it's acting is definitely a thing that you, you don't really need to invest. You don't need to invest much more than just your time and dedication in the very beginning to get some experience and to learn and, and to learn about it. And when, you know, once you're on set, you can talk to other actors too. And, you know, doing scenes with other actors, of course, that's, you'll be doing a form of rehearsal with them and, and you'll learn from them as well. It's great. It's so much fun. I, I really enjoy acting so much. I'm so grateful that I, it's something that I've been able to, to do a bunch of, bunch of work in that area because I just love to. I love to play with others. It's so much fun. I mean, stand up's great, but that's a solo thing. I like to. I like this other thing too. I like to dance with other people. It's fun. It's great. Oh, that's good to hear because I know a lot of stand up comedians are not that way. They're, you know, I know. I've, I've and talked I, to other stand-up communities. They're like, no, I don't. I don't want to. I just want to be. I just want to do my own thing. And it's yeah. So I mean, yeah. Good everybody's to hear the different, other. I guess. But yeah, I, I just see it as so. It's so much, so much fun. It's so fun. I, I, you know, I just so love it so much. It's great. It's great. Well, I, I, it's good to hear that there are the same. We have a pretty thriving community theater community here. We have several theaters that people can audition for um lately the auditions are very crowded because people want to get back into it but we also have a thriving uh like filmmaker community the basically zero budget films so it sounds like you're saying that also happens in la which is really which is pretty awesome like yeah if you want to act yeah. here you definitely can well i mean a lot of people who come out here to to be filmmakers and mm -hmm. uh work in television or streaming, whatever you want to call it. So they're all out here and they're, you know, they're all looking to make stuff. Right. Because, uh, I mean, it seemed like 10 years ago, if you wanted to work in L.A., you really needed an agent. Um, is that still true? Do you Are you able to get jobs or do you just, do you have an agent that gets you the, you know, commercial kind of jobs? Uh, I had a manager that was getting me auditions for big projects and you kind of need that. Yeah. You need an mm -hmm. agent or a manager to get you auditions for the popular shows. Right. But right. there's a whole other level of independent stuff that's being made that you don't need that. You can uh, get yourself on a website where casting notices for those sorts of products, uh, projects will be posted. Uh, and they're not these huge budgets and they don't pay oftentimes they don't even pay SAGs screen actors guild scale. Mm -hmm. Um, they're, they're what's called non-union work. A lot of it is categorized as non-union, although there is some union work as well. And they're just on a smaller level and you don't need a manager or an agent to submit you for that. You can submit yourself for that and you can get, you can have the person, the casting director send you the audition papers. You can record yourself put yourself on tape, we call it, and then email it back to them through the website, digitally deliver it to them. Uh, and uh, that's a thing that can be done without any representation whatsoever, whatsoever. And you, of course, you have to pay the fee to join the website, but it's an investment. You, you know, you have to be, well, you also have to have uh, headshots, digital headshots, and it helps if you have a 
a video clip of some sort of you doing some acting work. We call it a reel. That's helpful. Uh, so, yeah, with those things, with those tools, you can absolutely submit yourself without any agent whatsoever. And there's a lot of that stuff being made out here, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I go into that website almost every day and look for projects in there, and I'll submit to a couple usually each day. Um, yeah, why not? Why not? I don't submit to stuff that doesn't pay, but I would say the majority of it pays something, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's $125 a day. Like, great. I, I believe you should pay your actors something. I, right. Principle. Right. And that's, that's just me because, I, you know, I am an actor. Um, maybe. So, I mean, I'm a little biased, obviously, but I feel like you should pay, in my opinion, pay your actors something, 50 bucks, 75 bucks, just, you know, something. So if I, if it doesn't pay, I, I just skip it. But a lot, I, I would say over half of them pay uh, on on at least the website that I use, which is called Actors Access, it's a very popular acting yeah, that's, submission. They have a Portland. Yeah. Uh, they got a Portland branch one. Yeah, sure. of that. They got a, yeah, yeah. And they got one so for the mid. They got, got a Midwest. Everywhere. They got a New yeah. York section. Yeah, they they cover the country. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you'll find a lot of it's good stuff on there. It's not always lame. It's uh, you can find some good stuff on there. Good projects. You, I'll I'll tell. I'll be honest with you. You probably have better stuff where you are. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, I mean well, occasionally and, and, something yeah. comes up on there that looks like a real job, but there's a sure, lot on sure. there that that I imagine it come depends on. on where you are. Yeah, I can go to Craigslist um, and and get that, but uh, I've gone you know, on Craigslist that works too. too. Yeah, I'm not above going yeah. on Craigslist. I've got a I've got a lot of acting there. Yeah, and love. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I the our actors access in L.A. Of course, there are. 30 postings a day on there or something. It's crazy. It's crazy. So that, I guess if you're here, that's great. That's really yeah. all you would need. Yeah. Uh, maybe in other parts of the country, you might have to look in some other places. I'm sure there's a Facebook group in your area, in your city that has, might, might have local actor mm-hmm. postings of some sort. And I'm, I'm sure jobs will trickle onto there as well. So you yeah. might have to add a few other resources depending on where you are to cover your bases. But you can find these jobs. You can find these gigs, uh, or you know, or you can work for, you can, you know, create your own project, create your own little video reel, and then move to L.A. with it and start submitting to some of these jobs in Los Angeles. That's well, the thing that's, you can do. That's true. If someone's really, really wanting to act, um, that's that's. I would recommend a that. Good idea because that's still where the work. New York and L.A. is still it. To, you know, if you want to get work, I, Portland I had agree. three. Portland had three shows filming there. A couple of years ago, um, and they were pretty big shows. They were successful. Um, the majority of their actors, especially SAG actors, were from LA. So mm-hmm. the family in Portland, they are still pulling from LA. You know, it, it was still like pretty rough on local talent. So, yeah, they'll often do that. Um, they'll what they'll do, what they'll a lot of times do is they'll get the leads and the supporting roles from from a place like LA. But they'll they'll cast the background actors from that area, the under yeah. fives. Under five means under five lines. They may cast the under fives with local actors, s- such things. So yeah, you could still get you could still get a, a part on some of these major shows that could shoot that have come from Hollywood to shoot in your town. Yes, you mm-hmm. still could get even a line on them. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be sniffing this a supporting role of any sort or a lead or any of these certainly not a starring role or you know so that's um but you can get your your 
you can dip your toe in the water there and get a credit, you know, get a pretty cool right. credit. And then you can work your way up, get another credit, another credit. Then next thing you know, you could join this, the, the, the actors union if you wanted to go that route. You know, these are, these are all many, many different ways to do this. Yeah. It was so interesting. The, um, the last time I looked at say, cause I wanted, I guess I was looking for scale, what that was now. And I think it's on their front page somewhere. They're saying it basically says, "Don't join SAG," <laughs> which was <laughs> it's a, really don't yeah. join unless you've got work. You know, if unless you have work, there's no well, reason because it's so expensive to join. To join. It's, it's like yeah, I don't it's know, it's twenty five hundred, twenty eight hundred, whatever it is. Whatever it is, yeah, it's almost three thousand dollars, yeah. I think, probably to join. So you might you you should at least have a paying gig that pays for your SAG fee. You know, whatever that might be. So that means you should at least have a paying acting gig that's a couple of grand minimum uh, right at i least. would recommend yeah i would yeah, say sure. twice or that unless, or maybe you just yeah. have this uh extra money laying around and by all means you know well that's uh, true if you got extra money laying around and you have an acting gig because you can't join without having uh something on paper right. right you can't just yeah. join can't just go i want to be in say because <laughs> i like my headshot <laughs> yeah right <laughs> doesn't work so what about, uh, have you done a lot of road gigs? Did you, have you been out on the road as a comedian? And is that something that's looking like it's coming up again? Or I've, uh, I've done, when I do road work, I, I don't like to really go too far. Um, mm -hmm. I've always wanted to stay in the city I'm around because there's always like, I always have to come back for auditions. So I don't oh, right. want to leave. For days and days at a time, uh, weekends, no sweat. Usually, it's somewhere that where I can drive. Like I'm in LA, so going to Las Vegas for the weekend, going to Phoenix, Arizona for a weekend. These are these are San Diego's two hours south of here. Those are ideal for me. Uh, that's about the extent of what I want to do. Uh, but you know, right now most of the auditions are happening digitally, anyways. So I'm open to traveling a little bit more and I'm, I'm discussing going to Hawaii and Idaho right now, two, two road gigs that would require me to fly and I'd be gone for a few days. But I'm pretty comfortable with doing that right now because the auditions are all through, they're all online. Most, 90% of them are me doing what's called a self-tape. Record myself, email it to them. And I can do that anywhere. So I'm, I'm open right now to exploring the option of, of um, doing, you know, traveling stand-up gigs. Uh, but, and, but that's not something I ordinarily do. I just don't really do it. And I've always been kind of cool with it. Um, I, don't, I don't get all excited to go to Canton, Ohio. To, uh, no, I would ex be excited to go to Canton to see the Football Hall of Fame. But like, I wouldn't, <laughs> you know, to, the idea of going to, like, Cleveland for a weekend, mm -hmm. I don't know. That doesn't really... I'm not, I'm not like, Ooh, I can't wait to go to, uh, Madison, Wisconsin to head to go work at funny bones. Uh, I, I don't know. That doesn't appeal to me so much, mm -hmm. so much. Uh, so like, even though I'm going, like, I'm going to cherry pick a place like Hawaii, like, Oh, that's a place I've always wanted to go. I've never gone. So let me go to Hawaii. Um, you know, oh, I did that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I did that in Asia. I did some comedy shows in uh, Japan and Malaysia and uh, Taiwan uh, before the pandemic. And 
those are places I like I had never been. So and they're they're like cool places. Like we're not talking yeah. about like yeah, you know, we're not talking about Tennessee or you know, this is like Japan. This is like wow, you know, once in a lifetime chance. So yeah, I'm kind of excited to explore this a little bit, doing some doing a little bit of traveling, uh, picking the picking places though that I think will be. The the one in Idaho is not ideal, but it's a it's a it's a marijuana festival, so that's like it's going to be kind of it's going to be pretty fun and crazy, I think. Uh, so yeah, I'm you think? Yeah, I'm negotiating <laughs> yes. now to do two shows there. That would be uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's that yeah, at? I, what part of do you know what what town in Idaho? What's the capital? I don't even know. I don't know what the capital is. I have a cousin who lives in Moscow. I can't uh, remember. Oh, I don't know what the capital Idaho, Idaho is. Idaho something <laughs> Frankfurt? No, that's Kentucky. Jeez. Oh, I'm not sure. Wow, how sad. Okay. I don't know the capital of Idaho. I thought you might be going to Sandpoint or somewhere really nice. There's some incredible places in Idaho. Oh, I never really, even heard yeah. of that. No. It's a little resort. In Idaho. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a nice place. You like to go hiking. That's a good spot. I don't mind hiking. Yeah, it's, sure. It's nearly as nice as Oregon, but it's a bit. Uh, it's different. Different. Yeah, well, Idaho's, I'm, Idaho's I'm, nice. It's nothing like Hawaii. I love Hawaii. I'm huge. I I thought we were thinking about moving to Hawaii, but um, we don't want to spend all our money on l- housing, and we don't want to live on the street. So, where's yeah. the gig in Hawaii? Is it Honolulu? Maui. Oh, Maui. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you want to take that gig if you get it. <laughs> yeah, we're that trying is. to take that gig. Yeah, we're trying to work that out right now. That'll be great. And I'll probably spend, I don't know, it's only a one-night gig, but I'll probably spend four days there at least. Maybe a week, who knows? Yeah, uh, spend a week. You'll you'll Because I've never been. If you've never been, four days will go by like uh, two minutes, especially if you have a gig, because that day's lost, you know. If you yeah. have a show, that, g- that day's gone. So you want to spend five, six days take some time i mean the best part for me is swimming in the ocean because i lived in la and um you cannot it's still too cold to really have a nice enjoyable swim in the ocean but um yeah hawaii is amazing uh, that way it's just it's incredible yeah i would i would absolutely relish that Uh, i love swimming in the ocean and i've seen the photos Uh, i couldn't man so excited so excited I'm always surprised that more people don't live over there, but then I'm, you know, when you're over there, you kind of realize the, the, um, the challenges of actually living on an island and living in that temperature all the time. I would love it, but some people don't. I don't know what's wrong with them. Mm. But, you know, it's like L.A. with a bit more humidity, but you can always jump in the ocean. So I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why it's not more crowded. Yeah, well, I can't wait to experience it firsthand. I'm quite excited. I hope that I hope that I hope we were able to come to an agreement on this gig, and, and that'll happen. Fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, keep keep trying to get gigs over there. If you don't, that's a good place. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> good, good place, place to, to hang gig. out. Good place to get gigs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still yeah. haven't been to Maui. I spent a lot of time on the Big Island, and I went. I've been to Oahu a couple times. Um, but Maui's, uh, I, I mean, I hear from a lot of different people, know a lot of people that go there. It's the next state over for both of us. It's just it's the next state west. It is, right? absolutely. <laughs> I should be visiting it's, it more. It's right. It's right there. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's wrong with you. <laughs> 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 
And it, you, actually, if you like to camp, it can be cheap because the flights aren't expensive. It's just the hotels. Mm, uh, okay, is, good to yeah, know. Yeah, it's really, the flights are not that expensive, especially from L.A. or Burbank. I'm trying to figure out what to do uh, in Burbank because we just got flights for $19 going to Burbank. So I'm trying to figure out well, what the hell would I do down there? I mean, I, I spent some time down there, but I don't know what I it's would in do. Burbank. That's, well, that's and, you know, L.A. It's L.A. That's a, yeah. I used to fly from, always used to fly from Burbank Airport because it's the same size as Eugene. So it's way easier to get in and out of. Um, but then the, then the prices just skyrocketed at some point. So yeah, I have to go I LA noticed actually. that about Burbank. The prices are a little, yeah, they're a little higher in Burbank. Yeah. Because I would like to fly out of Burbank too because I live closer to Burbank. But it's just cheaper to go out of LAX. Um, yeah. And someplace like Hawaii, it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. A lot cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. A lot cheaper. Surely. Yeah, so we still still haven't figured out any reason to go to Burbank for nineteen dollars, <laughs> but it'd be a nice. Well, they have little, a nice. Uh, they got nice a nice spot. IKEA. Was, you could go to the IKEA. Uh, that's true. That's the, probably the first IKEA <laughs> I ever went to. I went there when it was new, fairly new. Yeah, that's what kind of Burbank yeah, is now known that's funny. for. Is the, the IKEA. The, oh, you go to the, the IKEA. It's the only IKEA in the area, LA. You go to Burbank. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> that is funny. It's still. Yeah. Still the only one. Oh, that's yes, hilarious. Still the only one. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, we should probably be wrapping this up soon. I know you uh you said you have other stuff on your schedule, unlike myself. But <laughs> that uh, Yeah, you're just chilling in your backyard, clearly. Just got, chilling in my backyard. And it looks that. like you just mowed your lawn, so you don't have to do that. No, I don't. It's great. I never, Paradise. as long as I, as long as I sit here in this virtual yeah. world, I never have to mow the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to mend that fence. You're good. Exactly. I'm fine. You're good. It's great. Well, I, had a, I really I had a lovely time speaking with you. I hope your uh, audience finds this fascinating and entertaining. I'm Maybe sure they, they will. Something, learn something about the world of acting and comedy that they didn't know about. It's possible. Most of my, most of my audience knows everything, you know, smart people. Oh, most, yeah. they know almost everything. So they're going to, oh, pff, I heard this before. I heard this yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're, in, uh, you're doing a show for a theater, but they're shooting it for TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're supposed yeah, we, to be playing small, we know but that. you really want to play big for the theater. I know all of that shit. But you know why yeah. they, they, in all honesty, they know it because they've watched Joe Rogan. So anyone who's listens to a podcast, yeah, they've I mean, heard it all before, to, right? I mean, it's, if you listen to Joe Rogan, you just learn all about... The Let's art learn. of stand-up, the business of stand-up. Yeah, you do. Everything, you do. right? I think a lot of people yeah. are more familiar with stand-up than they want to be just from listening to Joe Rogan. Yeah, I bet you're right. You know Joe yeah. Rogan, right? What's that? You know Joe Rogan, right? Not personally, no. What? No, but I you met. live in L.A. I mean, I've and you're met a comedian. Him at the comedy store. Oh, you have been. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but he's everybody goes up to that guy. You know, it's like right. right I'm sure every comedian I'm in L.A. Sure. wants to be his hang around, and they people just glom onto him. Gosh, I wonder why. Yeah. That's weird. And, uh, but now he doesn't live in LA now. He's in Austin, Texas. Oh, that's right. He moved to Texas. Yeah. Moved to Texas. Well, you could move your podcast to his old studio. Hey, I wouldn't mind that. No, What's the rent. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It would be nice. His his studio was pretty sweet. I wonder if it's just an empty uh, warehouse now. Yeah, that's what I'm Where, wondering. What's wherever the, that secret. What's studio going on is? over there? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Worth looking into. It's true. <laughs> worth checking Probably out. Probably in Burbank. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> probably right next to IKEA. Yeah, yeah. you can visit. You can visit his old studio in Burbank. <laughs> That's right what I should do. Ikea. I should go to Burbank and and find out where Joe Rogan's studio was. <laughs> and I can visit Jay Leno. I think his car collection's in Burbank somewhere. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Probably. I used to well, deliver. Joe, thanks for yeah. thanks for having me, Joe. Uh, I'll, You're welcome. Uh, I look forward to this episode. Send it to me, and I'll share it out to all my friends and family and followers. I sure will. You bet. And I'll and, do uh, a for quick. Your, for your uh, for your listeners, if they yes. want more of me, uh, I would just say, just listen to the Weird AF News podcast, or uh, which which you can just go to any podcast player and search for that, or weirdafnews.com is the website, and you can find the podcast platforms right on right on there as well, and you can listen to it right on there as well, as well. Uh, so until my shows keep going, that's really right now. That's all I have to offer as a podcast. But it's a cool podcast. Check it out. Weird AF. It is an. It's it's pretty cool. Pretty cool because yeah, I like cool. I like weird, weird stuff. News. Yeah, hey, man, weird AF no, news. You, you can't get weird daily weird news anywhere. I mean, I'm the only one really. So if you want weird news on a daily with your mainstream news, you gotta you gotta listen to me. But I recommend listening to me after the mainstream news because the mainstream news gets you angry, right? And and you and you feel like the world is oh no awful. But then you listen to my weird news. And then you're like, oh, my God, wow, okay, not so bad. The world is funny again. It's perfect. That's true. That's a really or, good point. you know, you listen to yeah. the Florida yeah. episode and you go, oh, at least I don't live in Florida with those maniacs. Life is good. As long Life as you good. don't live in Florida when you're listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And some of these people, they, these Floridians, they become fans of the show. And I'm like, you realize I just make fun of you all every week, right? God. I dedicated a whole day to make fun of your people. It's funny. Yeah, but, but they they're just going, Oh, but you're just kidding. You're a comedian. You're <laughs> you're just kidding. You're yeah, just messing yeah. around. It's yeah. all, it's all but then, no, I'm not I would never I tell people, How could you live here? How could you live here? I would never live live here and I wouldn't visit. You know what I might visit, I might visit. The beaches are nice. I would go. All right. Well, I, I would love to live. visit. They have the Everglades I and I, I really want to see the Everglades. It's a cheap vacation too. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. That's what I've heard. That, that that's true. It, unless you want to stay on the keys, uh, that is yeah. not, not cheap. Not cheap. Probably the same as Hawaii, though, as far as staying places. Probably. Yeah. Well, Joel, well, thank you so much, man. It was great meeting you. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. And uh, let me just do a quick wrap up here. You've been listening to. Were you still talking? This is Joel Albrecht, and my guest has been Jonesy. And I forgot to ask him how he got that name and if it's trademarked. But uh, thanks a lot for listening. We've talked about everything comedy, everything you want to know about acting. Be sure and share this with your friends. Don't be shy. Spread it around. And as I always say, be good to each other. And be good to yourself.